Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. And wowie, welcome to the worst year ever with me, whose name is Cody Johnston. And me, whose name is Katie Stoll. And me, whose name is Cody Johnston. Damn it. Uh, Rob, <laughs> Sophie. We rehearsed this for hours. What's the, who? Under pressure, who you can't even. Who you? Who he. Who, who he. I am Robert Evans. My uh, My name tag is telling me. Yes, uh, we got there. I know. I... Yeah. It's a good thing you hang on to those name tags and lanyards. Oh, Otherwise, yeah, yeah, I'd never I, know who I was. Mm-hmm. Or who you pretend to be. It's like I always say, lanyards are the only things that separate us from the animals. Because <laughs> it's similar to a leash, but anyway. Give my not... dog a lanyard. <laughs> She'd be happy for that. Um, do you want to do a quick update on I would love that. Uh, what we talked about in previous episodes? Yeah. Uh, we, we, we discussed Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. Uh, Robert had J-Taps. quite a lot to say about our, our buddy Jay Taps. Indeed. And he's just he's recently been doing this charity thing with Scott Adams. <laughs> now Scott uh, Adams, the Dilbert guy? Yes, Dilbert's uh-huh. dad. Dilbert's dad. Uh, Dilbert's Scott. father, uh, Dogbert's father, Catbert's father. Um Bird Bird? Is there a Bird Bert? Well There should be. There should be. Um but uh so yeah, so Jake's doing this thing with with Scott Adams of all people. Like a collaboration? Um, yeah. Uh, for a week, Jake is writing and drawing Dilbert. This is the ridiculous. comic strip. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen any of them? Um, I saw one. Was um, it any good? It 
was it wasn't bad <laughs> in terms of like the art he could he drew he drew them. It didn't look like Scott Adams drew the Dilbert characters, but uh, it looked like I was like, oh, that's someone trying to draw Dilbert. There's not a high bar to drawing Dilbert no. characters. No, no, Which, in fairness to Scott Adams, he would be the first to admit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was easy to make the Dilbert-shaped pool that he has in his home. Um, that's not made up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. This is absurd. <laughs> this is such a, like, a, a strange uh, tangent for him. It's very weird. Cool, because like, Scott Adams is like pretty grifty. And yeah. like pretty I want to read I want to read a paragraph about Scott Adams from Rational Wiki real quickly Thank just you. to set yes. you guys up for what Please. what kind of man Scott Adams is. In 2011, Adams admitted that he had used a sock puppet account called Planned Chaos to defend himself in a Metafilter discussion criticizing a piece he wrote for the Wall Street Journal. As Planned Chaos, Adams wrote, he, Adams, has a certified genius IQ, and that's hard to hide. He asked detractors, <laughs> he asked detractors, is it Adams' enormous success at self-promotion that makes you jealous and angry? On his blog, Adams defended this act of self-aggrandizement, stating, conflict of interest is like a prison that locks in both truth and and the lies. One workaround for that problem is to change the messenger. That's where an alias comes in handy. When you remove the appearance of conflict of interest, it allows others to listen to the evidence without judging. You know what? That's the kind of logic that only a high, a highly intellectual human can put out. So, I, I also want to note that literally three hours after the Gar Gilroy Garlic Festival mass shooting, Scott Adams put up an ad for his cryptocurrency yep. based app called WinHub, which was like based on, basically he was telling people like, Hey, if you witnessed the uh, attack, don't just give up your uh, your ex like just don't don't talk about your experiences to the news for free. Sign up on this app and sell your experiences witnessing a mass My shooting. God. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I it's remember like, that. Yeah, the bodies Tra tragedy cold. grifting, <laughs> like, foolish. Yeah, um, yeah. Is there enough to do a behind the bastards on him? Probably there at probably this point. Is. There's def there definitely is. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but when I was a kid, I was a huge Scott Adams yeah. fan. Like I read his like books and stuff on business. Mm. Um, you were a sh interesting kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I sure was. <laughs> we had a shift too, where like the beginning of Dilbert, the hero was Dilbert. Right. Yeah, uh, and it and, slowly shifted to the boss being the hero, and with, like all the employees are the bad guys. So you've been following it's really Dilbert. Really weird. <laughs> just, like, just a little bit. Just a little, I've, I've been aware of the trajectory. One of the first things I ever read from him in one of his like early books was his theory that like one of the most important things to understand. This is something I actually still hold to. One of his one of the most important things to like grasp to be in a like a decent person is that everybody is incompetent in the vast majority of things that they encounter. Like people are dumb. Even the most intelligent and like trained people are dumb the majority of their day and the majority of problems they encounter. And I think that's like a good thing to keep in mind. He just completely lost that yeah. at some point and yeah. became like a hard right tragedy grifter. It's a weird evolution. It's so weird. Um, and like in really wealth is bad for stuff. people. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't give people hundreds of millions of dollars. It's bad for them. Yeah. What a time <laughs> to be alive. Very yeah. interesting. Good for Jake. Um who was pointed out it was He's pointed out to him. Out. Like, well, you know, do you know who Scott Adams is? Do you like the kind of stuff he does? Like, that's kind of messed up that mm -hmm. you're doing this, Jake. And he was like, well, it's for charity. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, Not the point, Taps. Yeah. Um, I, uh, as many people pointed out, um, I can't imagine he would have the same reaction if someone did a charity with Louis Farrakhan mm. or any yeah. of the other people that he criticizes. But um, anyway, just a, a little update about Jake Tapper. Thank you for that. That was Jay fun. Um, uh, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about Joseph Robinette 
Biden Jr. Oh, hell yeah. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Um, I'm the sure Joe abides. wonderful things to say about Uncle Joe. Do we? Um, Swinging Joe. Well, the the one thing we know about him is that he's like a cool, chill guy. Like yeah. if you read Onion articles for eight years, yeah. then he's just a cool dude. I know he gives good massages. Mm. <laughs> I, ad- I, for one, admire the way that his eye randomly fills with blood. Yeah. I yes. like to see that from a presidential candidate. I love his teeth. Yeah. The love great, those the great, the greatest hits were already there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All reasons to vote for him. Uh, yeah, and uh, if he is voted for, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, I so <laughs> that's, the, that's we're, what we're, I like sure to will, hear. Cody. Well, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about this um, this person and not necessarily like his policies, you know, but more who he is, what he said, what he's done, and how that will inform how twenty twenty goes. Yeah, like. Why is it going to be the worst year ever if Joe sticks around? I mean, let's be fair. It's going to be the worst year ever, no matter who wins exactly. the nomination. Yeah. And yeah. this isn't a competition. <laughs> yeah. We're not saying, like, this is the worst yeah. version of the definitely worst year. But it might be. But it might be. Um, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Uh, was born Fucking in... Robinette. Uh, I know. What, a, yeah, what, a, what kind of name is that? <laughs> it's a fine name. Don't name no, shame it's him. Not. It's not a great no, name. It's not, it's not great. <laughs> Anyway. Two thirds of the name are acceptable. Isn't Robinette? Isn't it Robinette mm-hmm. inherently the female Robin? Like if oh, you're going by, doesn't matter. I'm not trying to shame his name. It's fine. It's fine. It's just we got I'm so, we got so, we got name. so much about right, right, him. Right, I feel like let's let Cody maybe kick it maybe uh, is a little worse than his middle name. Okay, yeah. Let's not pile on too soon. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I looked up the meaning of Robinette. It's really. Is Wait, it the, what is it? What, what is, is the, the meaning? meaning of Robinette? The meaning of Robinette. It. it Fame bright. What? <laughs> Fame bright? I mean, he's famous. Yeah. He's he was he was bright. It's bright. also yeah. a nickname for, for Robert. Sorry, Robert. Uh oh. Really? Well, here it is. Oh, Robinette Evans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robin Evans. <gasps> I don't mm. I don't like that. Robin Evans. Robin, Robin Evans. Robin Evans. Robin. I am I am not okay with this. Anyway, I, I don't know what to tell you other than, wow, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening is I'm going to have to bring a podcasting machete on the road in case people call me that when we're doing a live show. All right. I'm yeah. going to be the it's, mediator it's, it's, here. I, with, I? I withdraw my claim. That <laughs> All right. Cody so should get through a sentence of what he's prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robinette Jr. His last name is Biden. Uh, he was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And already, I'm expecting like the cast of The, oh, the office, office to do like a campaign video for him in like October 2020, and I'm dreading it. It honestly, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, but it's gonna happen, right? On, uh, if you took Joe Biden and put him on The Office, he would fit right in. I feel like. Oh, he show would. Uh, yeah, like that yeah. is the show for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was on Parks and Rec, so. Okay. Well. Jesus. As, as himself. Um, anyway. He was born and then he had a life. The end. Um, no, so, there, so there's a lot to say about Biden. His record, his time as a senator and vice president, a lot of tragedy in his personal life. Yes. Um, but we can't go through every single event or every one of his votes. You know, like we could talk about his vote for the Iraq war and his current claim that he regrets the vote. But as soon as the war started in early 2003, he was against it, despite not speaking out against it until November 2005 when he said his vote was a mistake. But we're not going to talk about that. No, no. We could. No, we're not. But we're not. We're not going to talk about all that. Um, 
we're going to go through like certain moments, certain aspects of Joe Biden that illustrate how intensely 2020 will be the worst year ever, uh, no matter what. Um, yes. And so, yeah, this isn't to say his nomination would make it the worst year, but it's going to be a miserable slog. Um, so Joe Biden's a fighter, I think, first and foremost. Um, he gets knocked down. He gets up again. Uh, some might call him stubborn, but this stick seems to stem from his parents and his experience with bullying growing up. He's bullied a lot. Um, his dad would tell him, uh, champ, the measure of a man is not how often he's knocked down, but how quickly he gets up. Uh, now, now, Cody, <laughs> it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it true that Joe Biden's parents were the punk band Chumbawamba? I was, God, I'm yes. so glad you brought it back to that. Yes. Chumba that Biden and Wamba I mean, Biden. you get knocked back down, you get back up again. Yeah, his parents, mm-hmm. Chumba and Wamba. Joe Biden is the inspiration for Chumba mm-hmm. Wamba. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's, that's canon. Now. That's why he yeah. always drinks a whiskey drink. This is fact. Yeah. <laughs> And then a lager drink. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. then a cider drink. Yeah. He drinks a lot of drinks. He's he a very the, thirsty yeah. man. He sings the songs that remind him of the good times and the songs that remind him of the bad times. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps are, are singing we just them over going... and over because he's like kind of losing it. <laughs> I still don't think Cody's Welcome made to the podcast one where sentence. we repeat in spoken word version the entirety of Chumbawamba's discography. <laughs> Is that why it's going to be the worst year ever? Smash that yes. subscribe button. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. 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 Yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> keep on track here. Um, but we know now what his father told him. His father, Chumba. Um, and his, his mother, uh, Wumba, uh-huh. would often say, um, bloody their nose so you can walk down the street the next day. Uh, there's no record hmm. of his mother telling him to bloody his own eyeball. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to improvise. Um, and I bring this up because uh, I think that Joe will never drop out of this race. Yeah. Um, and it, this sort of speaks to that. Barack Obama literally told him, you don't have to do this, Joe. Um, but he's doing it because he thinks Trump is a bully and he's the bully stopper that's going to stop him. Um, he's got that drive and this sort of idea in his head. And I don't think that's going to go away, despite him also being really tired all the time. Yeah, you know, sleepy like, Joe. Right, like he's got that stubbornness and he's like, I know I'm, I'm going to do it. But also he's sleepy Joe. He's tired all the time. Um, recently, he was told in an interview, uh, you know, a lot of people want big change. They want mm-hmm, big, they're looking mm-hmm. for big change. Um, so uh, why don't you make your case to them? And his response was, well, it's up to them to decide. And then he was pushed. He's like, well, but make your case to them. And his response was, it's up to them to decide. <laughs> uh, he was asked a third time to make his case. And he said, for a third time, it's up to them to decide. Okay. Um, How am I supposed to decide if you don't make your case? Yeah. Um, and re- there's another uh, place where he's talking about, it's like, hey, uh, you know, if you like what I'm saying, vote for me if, uh, and work for it. And if you don't, vote for the other guy. Ooh, that's a hard pitch. A real, a, real, a, real, a real fighter we got in Joe. You know, it's just evidence that, like, in a better world, Joe Biden would be a very acceptable Republican politician. Uh, absolutely. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a in a better world, like everyone's attitude towards politics would be that, where it's like, well, okay, one side or the other wins, but we all trust that nobody's trying to destroy each other or like take each other's rights away or like put huge chunks of the country in prison, but we just don't live in that world. And Joe Biden, I don't think realizes that he really. refuses to realize he has it. A, he's yeah. so off the mark. Um, and if, if honestly, if he ran as a Republican, it would accomplish the thing he wants to do. Yeah. Like he yeah. wants to save the country and save the nation and bring, you know, bring us back from the Trumpism and save the Republican party and all this stuff. And the answer to that isn't to do like Obama 2.0, you know, yeah. because because Obama Party. 1.0 didn't work out very right. well. Also, like the, this is Obama light. Right. Like, like this the, isn't even yeah. building The Democratic Party has stayed pretty consistent in terms of like where their center is. 
while the Republican mm-hmm. Party has moved farther and farther right over the years. And Biden seems to think that, well, if we keep doing that, if we keep the, right. the Democrats not moving far left at all, then uh, the Republicans will come to their senses. Whereas if he ran as a Republican, which he could because a lot of his stuff aligns with them, then that's how you save the Republican Party if you actually want to do that. Yeah. Introduce yeah, a, you're like, a no, reasonable I'm, Republican. Yeah, I'm a reasonable one. I think Donald Trump is bad and I'm mm-hmm. going to help you. Um, and then you can have the Democrats turn a little left. But that's not going to happen. Anyway. He's a stubborn little boy. Um, but I also bring up bullying um, and how, you know, you got you to gotta spit your teeth at bullies uh, because uh, Biden also struggled with a stutter when he was a child. Interesting. Um, they would call him Dash. I it's kind think. of a cool name. It's kind of a cool name, but I think it's that because is, that is a cool name. It's because yeah. of the the dashes that would appear. Like if you were to row 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 write out a stutter, you have dashes in between the first letter. Uh, oh, I that's think that's a why. Cool nickname. I guess it's better than ellipses. Yeah, um, but they'd also call him uh, Joe Impedimenta because children are cruel and really stupid. Yeah, and, like not. Well, I mean that's actually a. A fairly big word for a child to wrap their head around. It's a big word to know, but not, like, there's nothing clever there. No, no, you know, these, yeah. These kids, these kids y- suck. You guys should have workshopped that a little right. better. Okay, good. We're, We're on, on the, the same, same page, page with these these stupid kids. Oh yeah. Um, he overcame the impediment by memorizing and reciting long passages of poetry out loud in front of a mirror. So I would say right off the bat, uh, kind of a one up on the current president. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but the reason I bring this up is that he's um. He's kind of stuttering a lot again mm-hmm. these days. Um, and I, I don't like the idea of just making fun of a guy for a stutter, uh, especially when he struggled with growing up. But at the same time, he has shown some difficulty speaking quite a bit regularly yes. all the time. Uh, sometimes he looks frustrated. Sometimes he looks confused. Sometimes he pauses for what seems like an eternity and then finally says, NATO, because he's <laughs> trying to think of NATO. Um, and it just seems like Dude, with, I, yeah, I feel like that has less to do with his stutter and more to do with, you know, age. I mean, brain, yeah, I mean, I don't general like ages, cognitive decline. Like, yeah. um, it seems like, but I think that they're, I think they're intertwined. I think sure. they're sort of related. Um, we're just sort of heading towards a situation in 2020 that could be two men with visibly declining cognitive abilities, sort of struggling to insult each mm-hmm. other back and forth, and that sounds not great. Sounds awful. Sounds, sounds, you know, uh, it sounds unbearable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of this sort of confused, uh, frustrated nature in which he talks. Yeah. And if we're talking about next year being bad, I just can't get out of my head that's like, well, Donald Trump is really uh, bad at speaking and uh, a bully. <laughs> and whenever Joe Biden is challenged, he gets flustered and can't get the mm-hmm. words out. And you can see him sort of struggling to do it. And that doesn't seem like it's going to go well. He just isn't, he, at this point, he's not the person I want on stage uh, debating Trump. If right. Trump even agrees to do no. the debate. He's never been like a great debater. He's a moderately acceptable legislator. Um, but he's not this kind of guy who can like get up and he, a good way to describe he's, he's Barack Obama without any kind of like charisma. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know, that's... I've seen people like when you're watching him speak, you're worried that he's not going to find his point. You're worried that he's not going to stick the landing. Yeah. And that is not and you're usually right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually what happens is he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'll either yeah say something that's not true at all. 
or like something that's uh, a vague platitude uh-huh. that kind of has something to do with what was being asked or just something out of left field that has nothing to do with what was being yep. asked. Um, and that's not great because we already have that guy in the office. Or if he gets cornered, he feels he is immediately defensive. Yeah. Um, anyway. He, he, it's, it, he doesn't deal with being challenged well. Yeah. Um, which, again, we already have. Um, so it's not great. Um, and um, we're actually going to take a quick break uh, for some ads. When we come Ooh. back, we're going to talk about something I think everyone's been waiting for. Corn pop, corn pop, corn pop. Corn pop. It's corn, corn pop. pop. Oh! It's corn pop. Oh, I wonder uh, if our ads I, are for I, corn pop. I think I we so. should state that uh, this show is partly sponsored by the concept of breakfast. Okay, uh, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Eat love... some corn pops yourself while you listen to Joe Biden's tale of corn pop. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Well, that was, that was delicious. Those ads were delicious. Yum, yum, yum. I hope it wasn't. And nutritious. <laughs> I hope it was something delicious and nutritious yeah. that we are pivoting back from. Um, I just can't stop thinking about corn pops, and I'm very excited for this story you're about to tell. This story is about cereal. Uh, yeah, yeah, favorite. That's, yeah, Mr. Corn Pop. I think we all have heard heard of this corn story. Pop. We can't um, assume that people have heard this story. We won't assume. Uh, so, sort of what we were talking about earlier about his Joe Biden's ability to speak in, on topics. Uh, this sort of dovetails nicely into that. Uh, corn Pop was a young African American man in a gang. Mm-hmm, called the mm-hmm. Romans. Uh, Biden was working at a pool during the summer, as he puts it, to better understand the black community. Oof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> he, 
Uh, he uh, apparently insulted Corn Pop, uh, who was like causing trouble. Like comparing him to a female swimmer, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like bouncing on the high dive. To a or female something. swimmer from like the 1840s. <laughs> yeah, and the joke is that women swim. Yeah. Which yes. is hilarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another, another, uh, another topic that sort of dovetails into the problems with Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he insulted Corn Pop uh, very loudly and embarrassed him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Corn Pop got mad, um, as all uh, members of gangs do, and threatened to, you know, they were gonna, they were gonna have a scuffle outside. Um, so a rumble. A r- it was the seven. It was the sixties, right? It was, it's a rumble. Then. Yeah, yeah. So and people were uh, like, "You yeah. better watch out! You're gonna get knifed." Exactly. And so Joe started snapping his fingers, and then he got a <laughs> he got a chain for the big battle uh, for the turf, and uh, basically he apologized very loudly to Corn Pop, like, "I'm sorry, I embarrassed you. That was uncalled for. But like, you can't, you can't, you can't do what you were doing." And I'm gonna. If you come at me, I'm gonna wrap this chain around your head. Uh, and they sort. They made up. Uh, and then he said they had his back the rest of the yeah, summer. Yeah, had his back the rest of the summer. Um, so uh, then the two rode off into the sunset. Um, and everyone loved this seemingly obviously made up story that a politician would say. You know, you just like okay, yeah. They have to got this weird story that sort of relates to what was being said, even though this didn't have anything to do with what was being said at the time. Um, but uh, plot twist, stop it's the credits. True. It's true. Uh, Corn Pop is a real person, uh, and he was in a real gang. Yep. Uh, gangs back then were just more like like groups of friends who like yeah, kind of got into fights sometimes. It was just like a hangout thing. It yeah. wasn't, yeah. Um, but uh, Corn Pop's real name was William L. Morris. He died in 2016 at the age of 73 with family by his side. Uh, he was in That's a gang good. called the Romans. Uh, the former mayor uh, of Wilmington, uh, Dennis Williams, confirmed this story back in 2010. Uh, he was actually told about the corn pop incident uh, at the, the time, the day after it okay. happened. Uh, so he knew about it. This is a, a thing that happened. Uh, no one can confirm the altercation afterwards, right? With the threats of the the chain around the head, because you know, like when you're in a fight and you're like, "I'm gonna wrap this chain around your head," you go for the you go for the head, not like like with a chain, you might go for the neck, like yeah, whatever, yeah, but, but not the head. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But Biden knows how to take on bullies. Um, J- so Look, this I will say, if there's a single candidate on the Democratic bench that I trust to know how to get into a street fight, it's Joe Biden. Absolutely. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, yeah I'd say yeah. that. Um, Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar, Amy, yeah. Amy Klobuchar mm. could hold her own mm. for sure. You just give that woman a stapler and she will... She'll take you down. God. God, I would love to see like a, just a no holds barred MMA fight between Amy Klobuchar and Joe Biden. That would really that would really get 2020 going off. I on think right we can start. organize that if we get that yeah. sweet, sweet corn pops money. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> give her a straight racer. Give Joe a bike chain. Yeah. To see what happens. <laughs> uh, this is happening. You heard it here yeah. first and last because it's not happening. Um, but jokes on you, America, because corn pop is real. How dare you question Joe Biden of all people? But I thought the so the real issue I thought with the corn pop thing wasn't necessarily the like oh this is like a fake story, but it was the fact that the story was told. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, like aside from the fact that it's 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 like one of those rambling stories you about like putting an onion on your belt you might hear from Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Um And so there's that element to it, which I think is gonna come up with Biden a lot where yeah. he sort of rambles on it's like what does this have to do with anything man why are you doing this and it's clearly like he's got these stock things in his head that he comes back to all the time like politicians do but I think there's something with him where it's like if I don't know what I'm gonna say I gotta go back to my corn pop story I, I for me part of what it is is 
Like Biden thinks of himself as being a real friend to African Americans. Mm-hmm. He considers himself like he knows what's up with the black community. And well, uh, can <laughs> can you think of anything more woke than being told vaguely by someone that a, a black man you insulted has a knife and then immediately threatening them with a chain? You like, know what? That's, well, when you that's put it like that, woke. I can't yeah. think that is wokeness in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, woke, woke Biden. That's Biden's wokeness. It just like to that. That's really what bugs me about the story. Like, and it, yeah. he's got these blinders on as to what, why what he's saying isn't appropriate. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yeah. And like in a way, it's cute. It seems like they were friends, and like the community were. You know, like it became a funny story, especially as right. he got, became a politician. But that doesn't mean that he understands the black community. It doesn't mean that he's an advocate for that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just he something doesn't. that he can share. That's makes him seem well, folksy. Also, like two things can be true. Joe Biden can, in that day and in his his early time in office, have been compared to the rest of the people in a similar position in Congress better on some of those issues, like relating to the black community than other people, particularly Mm -hmm. conservatives. And Joe Biden can still be very much behind on that shit and have contributed to some really deeply problematic and toxic policies that negatively impacted black people. Like both of those things can be true. The world's complicated. But he specifically seems incapable of receiving that kind of criticism or acknowledging it. And that is why it's dangerous to me because a lot of people are like, well, I'm I'm actively evolving. You know, we see Mm -hmm. a lot of candidates that have that, but not him. He doesn't seem to grow or change and he just thinks he's great. (laughs) Yeah. And right. And like even sort of pointing to these sort of things that like, well, if you said this 40 years ago, maybe. Right. Um. But he just doesn't seem to quite get it. Uh, yeah. He's really tone deaf. Uh, I also told the story like he's surrounded by black children talking about like, oh, yeah, these gang, these gangs back in the day. Right. Um, although it, so it was like he has told this at literally the pool that it happened at. OK. Um, it was being renamed for for him. Uh, Robinette. Um, which, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was a Robinette pool. Uh, Not the corn pop community pool, huh? All yeah. Right, well, um, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity for sure. Um, yeah. But to sort of speak what, to what you both were saying, uh, this is sort of a, it's not with the times. He's just an old yeah. man that's sort of stuck. Um, and he sort of has, you know, he's saying, you know, I did this in hopes of learning more about the black community. Uh, and the lesson he wants to relay involves a disrespectful gang member who's going to cut him up until he like talked to him and threatened him. And then things got better. And it's like it's kind of like like dangerous minds, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it illustrates his view on this whole race issue um which yeah, i think it, i think is it just kind of seems like he's saying the lesson i learned about the black community is that you can deal with any issue by threatening them with a chain <laughs> right yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's that's that was how it went down um even though he did apologize in that uh moment too but like it was a, a moment of violence yeah um and this sort of i think it's illustrated also in other stuff he says like more recently he's you on would, the debate stage like you'd beat up donald trump or Oh, well, oh, that's that, different. that Sorry. yeah. Um, I mean, but he does have that sort of uh, violent rhetoric of yeah. like, I'm going to, I want to punch him. I want to punch him. And I beat him up, which is like, well, that's also what Trump says. It's just not what we need. Anyway. Um, but recently on a debate stage, he was asked about uh, like how America can address its history of slavery, mm-hmm. the legacy of slavery in America. And he sort of, again, went on this long rant that culminated in him, in him talking about how parents need to like, you know, leave the record player on for their kids. And now we have to get like social workers involved in black communities to teach them how to be good parents. Not the answer. It's not, and it, it's just like this weird 
tone deaf sort of yeah. uh, suggestion. And again, it echoes when he was running for president the second time. <laughs> When he lost and then became Barack Obama's running mate. Yeah, that's important to note that yes. he's lost. He's a lost. Lot. Uh, he's dropped out before um, as well, which we'll he's, get to. But he's, um, he's he's actually uniquely bad at running for president yeah. historically. He has not yeah. been successful, um, though he has tried many times. Uh, so maybe, maybe just stop it, Joe. But in one of the the earlier debates, they were talking about the AIDS crisis, and he spent a long time. This is a really interesting clip. He spent a long time shouting about how he would go to black neighborhoods and tell all the black men to wear condoms, and all the black women <laughs> that it's okay to say no. Okay. And he like he talked. He said it a, a few times. Like I'd tell him like it's okay to wear condoms and stuff, and like he would go into these black communities and do that. And then he's like, and you know, AIDS. Like you know, it's okay to be tested. I got tested, and then he said. And I know Barack's been tested. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Joe. Joe. He's just a gaff machine, man. You have to stop. <laughs> Why? How can you do that, Joe? He's got no filter. He's not got no filter, but, like, maybe he does and his filter is bad because what's, go- like, what's going through is bad, but the filter is also not the working. The filter's broken. Uh, like, that's... Uh, that's uh, such a bad thing well, to did say. He, did it's he, so, it's, did it's he really say weird. what they tested positive for? Uh, like, I just had gonorrhea. <laughs> cleared speaking. it up real quick. <laughs> uh, it's just real. It's not great. Um, and I think this is, again, just a pattern, and it stems from this history. And like, But I do want to say, to his credit, uh, Robert Samuels from the Washington Post. He's a lot Robinette of like, Samuels. Ro- Robinette Samuels. Uh, he did a story about the Wilmington Pool. Uh-huh. He talked to a lot of people in the neighborhood and a lot of the folks who were like in the community um, at the time. And a lot of them did point out, Robert, what you're saying, Katie, that like, Biden was the first white person who really listened to them and yeah. who seemed to have them yeah. like in his heart. Like he was trying to yeah. like reach out. Like that is that is a good thing about him. It's just that era of like white saviorhood. Yes. And it's some of it's down to just like, you know, there's very few people who are able to completely transcend their time. Like we're all to a degree stuck in our time. There's things that like when we are Joe Biden's age will be like the norm in society and it'll be good that those things are the norm and we'll feel weird about them. Like Absolutely. I know I'm never going to get on board with self-driving cars even though I can't argue with the the basic idea. Like th- there's always going to be shit that like you just can't move past. Like Joe Biden's not a bad man, but he's a bad man for this time. He's not yes. the right man anymore. He's not the person like, we need. Yeah, 100%. No. Yeah. yeah, it's like you pick up you pick out a guy from the from the 70s and you're like, "Well, you be president 50 years later." Like that's no way to run a country well and it comes down to i mean i thought this earlier and we'll keep saying this i'm sure a lot of times throughout the show but the democrats have stayed in this middle pocket while republicans get pulled further right mm-hmm. and they still keep thinking that what we need that our answer to this is like okay hold this line when it's not that's not working it hasn't worked this is not the era we're not it's not the 70s it's it's time for something drastically different um yeah and it's it, and the republicans aren't mistake- gonna play that game this mistake he makes that like part of what the Democrats need is somebody who can like talk about, you know, punching people and like, yeah, uh, t- talk like Joe Biden or like Trump does, like, uh, like to working yeah. class people. And it's like, no, 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 no. That works for the Republicans because yep. of like, number one, who their base are and because Donald Trump is specifically attacking the groups that they hate. Yep. You are defending those groups. So the fact that you ape his language is not yep. going to win you any votes from people who are like, yeah, but you support gay marriage and like, we hate gay people. 
Um, right. Like that, it's just not going to work. Like what what it, what's going to appeal to a progressive base and appeal to like union? Like what's going to actually appeal to the people who are going to vote for Democrats? is a different thing than Joe Biden is capable of delivering, mm-hmm. which is why he continuously fails to become the president. Mm, <laughs> like, interesting. Yeah. Interesting yeah. pattern there, Joe. Yeah. It's the same thing. With like, I mean, he's the one person who has failed to become president in the Democratic Party more than Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And the only reason, I mean, the yeah. reason he's pulling so well is because people know his name and they think he's the safe choice when... Because uh, the, the, the media is telling that. But you thought that about that. Hillary Clinton, too. Well, right. Like... The polling said the same thing then. I actually don't, I just don't think that he, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it does matter. That's why we're here. I, I, I worry about him. Yeah. I mean, and... And he's got, he's got all the same uh, problems. Yeah. Well, um, let's... And more in a way. Back to our buddy Joe. Mm-hmm. Let's get into like a little more of the nitty gritty, a little more of his life. Because uh, related to this race issue, he seems to have this sort of lost in time aspect um, I think this is again like the Ninja Turtles in that SNES yes, game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Here is the secret yeah. of Joe Biden's ooze. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing I think uh, we've sort of been alluding to that again that Robert Samuels fellow uh, points out in his uh, piece about this community. Joe Biden clearly wanted to get to know and be involved in the lives of Black people. Absent of that was an analysis or a willingness to understand the impact of structural and systemic racism. Mm -hmm. And uh, systemic racism, perhaps, that he might end up contributing to? Perhaps. Maybe we can discuss that. So uh, Joe Biden was the fifth youngest senator to serve um, on his way to maybe be the oldest president to be elected. Um, He prides himself on being able to work with Republicans like Mitch McConnell and Strom Thurmond. He's a man behind Famously the good dude. Yeah, good dude Strom Thurmond. Uh, it's weird when you talk about Strom. Uh, like it only makes sense if you say his full name. Oh, it totally. only sounds normal. Like if you're like, oh, Strom over there. No, 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 Strom Thurmond over there. And uh, if honestly, I, if... either of those names do not feel comfortable coming out of a mouth. Like no, they're, no, they're if, awkward. If if I had never read any of his history and you just said the name Strom Thurmond, I would say, well, that's a man who supported segregation. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like you just know it as soon as you hear the name. Yeah, you feel it in your bones. Yeah. Um, but Joe Biden uh, is the man behind the 1994 crime bill. Pushed yes, that quite a bit. Um, which he remains proud of. Uh, many point to this bill as contributing to mass incarceration. Um, they're not wrong. Um, though he and others have pointed out that the increase in incarceration actually began in the 70s, um, which also is not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I wonder, is there like something that happened like right before the 70s that might have led people, like white people in power to sort of uh, push for mass incarceration hmm. of minorities nothing's coming like to right mind. before like right before the 70s like a big like a thing like, like a, a movement like a, like, a, like, a, like a big movement like a social like, movement. like a movement like for a, rights in the civil oh, like a, sector of society like a, right like like brings civil. more people into society but then like you want you want to get them out you want to get them out now yeah no i don't yeah. think so okay well i now yeah it's yeah yeah i should i should have googled uh 70s before yeah. rights people um but uh <laughs> So while the bill, the crime bill uh, did contribute to it, uh, it's not the only thing. Um, so maybe Joe Biden's off the hook, uh, but that also doesn't mean that Joe Biden wasn't involved with the other stuff. Um, so early on in his career, uh, Biden was like way into crime, not doing crime, but like the idea of crime and being like the tough on crime guy, solving the crime problem. Uh, he went to party leadership a lot uh, saying, uh, quote, give me the crime issue and you'll never have trouble with it in an election. 
Um, mm-hmm. Working with his good friend Strom Thurmond on a crime bill, uh, he told Strom, if you keep your right-wing guys from killing this bill, I'll keep the liberals off the bill. And if you and I stand fast and agree on what we can agree on and just hold firm, we can pass this thing. Okay. Um, another quote I actually quite like is, uh, we have a military budget of $253 billion in eight, 1983, which uh, right off the bat, I think is a good way to start conversations about budget um like for real like if you're talking about like we don't have money be like well the military has all this um but he followed it up with uh and yet in 1983 we only spend uh three billion dollars a year to fight crime um and it continued with his bill with strom thurmond how much did we spend on schools joe (laughs) yeah interesting i wonder if uh maybe maybe basing school budget on the wealth of the community that the school's for is a bad idea. Yeah. It, it takes a special kind of mind to look at the budget and be like, we're shooting enough people overseas, but we're not shooting enough people right. here. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We got to, yeah. we got to even it out a little well, bit. Well, it's not like putting more money into schools would also help with crime. I wonder. Yeah. No, more education would not help. Uh, it wouldn't help society. No. Also, less uh, restrictions on the kind of substances people can imbibe. None of that would uh, would would help the incarceration <laughs> issue. No, Joe Biden's Joe Biden's flawless on this one. I don't see your what you're building to, Cody. Oh well, in that case, let's take a quick break. Oh, thank you. And uh, we're we'll we'll build. We'll keep building we'll keep, uh, to the actual point and what Biden actually did. Can't wait to see God, this sandcastle. I, oh my gosh, I know. I wish one of our sponsors was a mattress company because then we could have we could have like segued from talking about joe biden being woke to being like and if you want to be woke you've got to sleep that is so good rest come at us mattress companies come at us mattress companies to get woke Uh, there's other candidates we could use that on if somebody wants to invest mattress money in us yeah yeah but it's these ads instead products If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A we're back my god those were some powerfully erotic ads just oh man just so hard right now for ads oh yeah yeah i am boiling under the collar so let's cool off by talking about joe biden (laughs) let's jump back into that pool yeah i don't know joe joe's a he's a hunky man so I am not cool. He was good yet. looking as he a was, younger yeah, man. I mean, yeah, objectively handsome when he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. He needed more. Um, I think it would have helped if he, like one of his eyes exploded. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a little more character, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that handsome face. But then just like. Pfft. Yeah. You don't want someone to be too handsome. Mm-hmm. Give me some blood drips. Exactly. <laughs> Got to get those blood yeah. drips. You know, I know you can say fairly that like that's just a thing that happens and it's not really a serious health problem. But also I've given a number of speeches and I've seen a lot of people give speeches yeah. without their eyes exploding. Their, uh, yeah. It, it does worry me that it's, that happened to Joe. <laughs> it's just another piece of information to keep. It's just something else. Just, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Keep doing your thing. Just and the teeth thing. It's just that it it's always thing. it's always when it's like a debate <laughs> or like a big <laughs> event. It's never like, it's, oh, he's doing like a thing in Iowa. It's like, no. On yeah. CNN. Only when we really yeah, the, need you to keep it together. Yeah. The election has just started, and he looks 30% more like the Crypt Keeper than yes. he did when he left office. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. So. laughs> Noted. Oh, we have so many more months of this. But back to Joe and his uh, his buddy Strom, uh, his concern with crime. So during during this sort of period, uh, late 70s, early 80s, uh, like the Carter-Reagan sort of period, crime wasn't necessarily like a national issue mm-hmm. at this time. They were more focused on the economy, things like that. So it wasn't like, you got to be tough on crime. That wasn't really a thing yet for these people. But the, the Biden Thurmond dream team was working to uh, on, on a bill basically to increase penalties for drugs, uh, including expanding civil asset forfeiture, which side note, civil asset forfeiture uh, exists on mm-hmm. the federal level, largely because of Joe Biden specifically. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. And I, there's a strong argument to be made that rather than you know, like the actual like focus on incarceration and stuff. The number one thing he attributed to like the growth of the carceral state in this country is that because that's it. Many people will argue that is the number one driver of our prison population yeah. is the fact that we made it profitable to incarcerate people for police departments and that's how they fund yes. themselves now. Exactly. Yeah. Um. It's uh. It's a terrible policy. Uh. You can argue it's the worst thing he did. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's not not good. There's way more into the story of that, but just check out the Comprehensive Forfeiture Act yeah. introduced by Joe Biden in 1983, and that was part of this other bill. But he eventually got it done on his own, and so that was a big part of it. And they also worked together to create a sentencing commission and sort of eradicate parole mm-hmm. uh, at the federal level and to limit access to cool. bail. Cool. Um, sort of all these things that make it um, a little bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he led the push for the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986, which lengthened sentences for a lot of offenses. Uh-huh. Um, he was regularly very critical of George Bush for not being tough enough on crime. He's just like the tough crime guy. He would be heard to uh, say phrases like, 
lock the SOBs up. You can see a lot of uh, his speeches on, on the floor of Congress sort of talking in this way about crime and criminals in general. Uh, although recently, he's been heard to say things like, too many people are incarcerated. Okay. And nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. Well, there we go. Which, hard agree, Joe. Um, but no but no acknowledgement of the role he played to create the situation. Exactly. There's no reflection on how we got here or that like he's changing his mind even. Like yeah. it's just like, no, I'm saying the thing that we all I'm saying the stuff that we all want me to say. Right. Right? When he hugely contributed to it. Yeah. Again, like the civil asset forfeiture thing is bonkers to me that it was him. And no one's really brought that up to him or to mm-hmm. his face uh in relation to all this stuff. And uh, it just seems like a problem to have somebody who is so for these things when they've spent their entire career being against them. Mm -hmm. And it makes me question uh, what he actually believes or thinks or wants, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Not a fan. Not a fan. That's all I'm saying. Get it. Um, But uh, no discussion of Joe Biden would be complete without discussing Anita Hill. Yes. Thank you. Oh, boy. A woman uh, who contacted the FBI about alleged sexual harassment from Clarence Thomas. You want to take that line one more time? Hmm? No discussion of Joe Biden would be complete without discussing Anita Hill. Mm. A woman who contacted the FBI about alleged sexual harassment from Clarence Thomas, who would eventually be put on the Supreme Court uh, for life. (laughs) Bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Well, Biden led the hearing regarding uh, Hill's accusations. He's recently said, not only didn't I vote for Clarence Thomas, I believed her from the beginning. I was against Clarence Thomas. I did everything in my power to defeat Clarence Thomas, and he won by the smallest margin anyone ever won going on the Supreme Court. Um, though many hold Biden partly responsible for this and for the terrible treatment Hill received. Uh, he allowed Republicans to attack her too harshly, sort of with free reign. Um, he himself had a line of questioning that was very aggressive and accusatory, uh, despite his claim that he believed that he her. believed her. Yeah. Um, he, he's even said, if you go back and look at what I said and didn't say, I don't think I treated her badly. So, again, this sort of not being able to receive criticism. Inability to see that. Have any reflection on perhaps, even if, even if you frame it like, well, it's a different time and I was doing this and this and yeah. this. He won't even go that far to say, I regret doing it. I wish I didn't. It was a different time. I'm sorry. Like, there's yeah. nothing there. It's, it's just sort of denying that there was anything wrong with it. Yeah, that's what I want in a president. Um, ex- yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I love having uh, our current president, but slightly more woke. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, you know, I think it's a very clear truth of American history that nothing but good has ever come from presidents not being able to admit their mistakes. Uh, yes. That's why we had the famously successful Vietnam War, uh-huh. uh, which led to a lot of good things. Only good things for only good reasons. Yeah. Well, the most important thing yeah. is just to keep barreling straight ahead. Without reflection, oh, yeah, yeah. because if you, because otherwise you look weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we we need a strong um, man. Man, yes, thank you. A strong You're man. You're mm. welcome. That's what America. I feel like that's also desires. only worked out well for human history. Yes. Yeah. Is electing strong yes. strong men to mm-hmm. positions always works out well. They always do a good job, yep. and there's yes. never any negative. Yeah, strong men to like authoritative positions uh, with you know uh, increasing amounts of power. Yep. I, I think we we might be coming up with inventing live on this podcast a new political philosophy 
think? It seems good. The strong man um, philosophy? Seems, it seems good. Strongmanism? Um, yes. 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 Yeah. That's got a real ring to it. I would prefer, though, yeah. if the, the strong the strong man uh, represented, uh, like, the minority opinion of the population. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Still, okay. Yeah. Well, and in order to justify his power, we say that he spiritually embodies the essence of the people. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh, yeah. That seems like He's a really good idea. He's speaking for everybody, Wait. despite not having the uh, the representation in the election. This is really coalescing uh, right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I this, think we're onto something. Get this to Biden's people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. I'm waiting for a politician that opposes Donald Trump to literally call him a fascist and explain why he is. Um, side note. Get that to Un- Joe Unrelated Biden. to what we were just talking about. Um, no one said I mean, it yet. We could probably get Beto to call him an asshole, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <fascist. laughs> yeah. I wouldn't trust Beto to know or remember the actual definition of fascism. No, though. no, no, no. But he definitely would swear about it. Fucking yeah. fascist. Our, our, our prideful little boy is not running for Senate. I am... I am excited for the rally Beto O'Rourke does wearing like a a, a battle jacket at a, a skate park. Like that's going to be a real fun day. Oh yeah, oh, that'll be fun. So we got to go to that. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do, and we will. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to our buddy Joe um, and how he doesn't doesn't think he did anything wrong or treated her badly, um, despite other people saying that he has. Even people in his own party uh, and people that have watched the hearings. Uh, if you ask Anita Hill. She definitely thinks differently. Uh, it was apparently a running joke in her household for years and years and years that if, like, if no, if they were, if her and her family was home, if nobody was expected, like if they didn't expect company, but the doorbell rang, somebody would say, "Is that Joe Biden coming to apologize?" Um, oh was, boy! Yeah, just a running joke in her in her household. Uh, but Joe did apologize. Literally decades later. Mere weeks before announcing his third run for president. Uh, interesting how that works out. It is interesting. Good timing there, Joe. But it definitely seems sincere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he meant yeah. it. Yeah. Um, although he apparently didn't apologize for his behavior. Uh, what did he apologize for? He apologized for, for how she was treated. Nope. Unacceptable. Not good enough. <laughs> sorry. Um, such, I hate the, like... The weasel words. It's, like, I'm sorry you were offended. Apologize. Or like it's, yeah. Yeah. Just apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry if what I said was hurt you. Look, like, I'm, no, 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 I'm no. sorry you're upset. I am. That sucks. Exactly. You're upset. I don't like you being mad at me because I don't think I did anything wrong. Yeah. You're like, not we're sorry. We're at the point in our national discourse where a good apology actually means more than yes. it should just because you never hear them. Like, yeah, I yeah. can actually almost forgive some really terrible things if it's actually a good apology yes. as opposed mm-hmm. to just like, well, I'm sorry you felt hurt. Like, I'm like, good for you for growing and yeah. like seeing it. Yes, yeah. Literally absolutely. acknowledging the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, she did not accept his apology. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, as soon as the story came out, uh, again, with very interesting timing that he had apologized to her, uh, she came out and said, no, nah, I don't accept his apology. What are you talking about? Well, it uh, sounds like she's being unreasonable. It does sound like that. Mm. Why can't she get on board the Biden train? So many reasons. Which is a decrepit Amtrak. (laughs) (laughs) Just chugging along, chugging along. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's uh, just like parts of it exploding every once in a while. (laughs) Um, So she didn't accept his apology. So I think this actually sort of brings us to two different discussions. Uh, One is about Joe Biden's relationship with Republicans. And one is about his relationship with women. Um, so first, uh, the literal elephant in the room, 
um, his relationship with the Republicans. Um, as fellow Democrat Howard Metzenbaum explained about the Anita hearing, uh, quote, Joe bent over too far backwards to accommodate the Republicans who were going to get Thomas on the court come hell or high water. And I think this is really representative of, again, sort of what we've been talking about, where he trusts Republicans and the Republican Party way too much. Yeah. Um, does, like he talks about how Donald Trump is an aberration, uh, how he like he came out of nowhere. He's wholly separate from the Republican Party and uh, Biden's campaign for Republicans. He's defended them. He claims that when Trump is gone, they'll all have an epiphany. Mm-hmm. Um, in short, Biden doesn't get it at all. And uh, he doesn't get what the Republican Party is. He doesn't get that Trump is the logical conclusion to that party. And the party has no interest, no interest in compromising or helping or bridging this divide that Biden keeps talking about. Uh, yeah. They elected Donald Trump, uh, who has a 90 percent approval rating among Republicans. He doesn't get it. And uh, that's going to that's just not a way to a uh, win support mm-hmm. from the opposition party or to get anything done. Um, because it's again that sort of uh, we're going to compromise, we're going to stay, we're going to stay the course, we're going to stay down the middle, and then the Republicans are like, "Well, f- fuck you, no, we're going to act the way that we act." And uh, cool, it's cool, it's cool, 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 it's cool. cool. It's cool. Um, so that's going to be not great. Um, it's just uh, it's just another example of like, hey, you just don't. You don't understand, and you're trying to get back to this era that doesn't right. exist. It's not going to happen. And it, it may might. have existed, but but it it's we're so far past that. And yeah. um, and when it existed, it it was mostly just all of the white people left and right yeah. getting along and right. passing laws that fucked over people who are not. Yes, white. <laughs> right. I mean, you literally we didn't like, have that consideration. This whole yeah. thing of like, oh yeah, I, I, you worked with Strom Thurmond to yeah. get these these laws passed uh, that did exactly what you just said, Robert. Uh, yeah. And he talks about that in the way he eulogized uh, Strom Thurmond's funeral uh, and talked about how they work together and he works together with Mitch McConnell and all these people that do not give a fuck. Yeah. And it's the, that, that time is over, Joe. And I'm sorry. It ain't happening. I'm actually not sorry that time is over. Uh, Fair. Because <laughs> it's, it we're thrilled that time is over. Really bad? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, I agree. I take it back. It's very good that that era is over. So now we're going to talk uh, about women. Now we're going to talk about women. Here we go. Um, uh, His creepy little hands. And like, I guess in a nutshell, fuck Joe. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what yeah. are you doing? This is a podcast, so we can't show you the many times he's just like touched women in weird Google, ways. No, go on YouTube but, and you'll find a compilation yeah. of it, and it is truly striking. Just take a minute to go find yeah. that. Like the Republicans have made a big deal about it, but they're really not exaggerating it. No, like, it's a no. real problem, and there's hundreds of examples of it. Tons like, of examples. Super weird. Uh, there's no. That's the thing with a lot of stuff that uh, that are problems with Joe, where it's like Republicans weaponize them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things are like, yeah, yeah that's right. Like that's yeah. A, and more so, so often you see these sort of things weaponized and blown out of proportion, but. It's not good. Um, and he's, you know, kind of apologized mm-hmm. for it, but then he's joked about it after the fact. Yeah. Right. Which and then continued ruins... to do it. Also kind of apologized. Right. Like, yeah. 
Uh, and even then, it was like talking about like uh, it's a different time. It was like, well, it was never a good time. That was to, never like, okay, Joe. <laughs> sniff women's hair from behind. No. Nope. Or like touch like people that clearly don't want to be. Um, well, also, you just, remember how they they call the seventies the old the good old hair sniffing years. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's in the people's history do, of the United I States, right? I do remember right? that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of stories also of just the like calling women sweetheart in that condescending yeah. way. That's one of those things where like that's not okay, but like that I can chalk up to like okay, that was more common at a different time. The yeah. hair sniffing and grabbing was never normal. Never, never normal. normal. Never normal. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah. Always uncomfortable, yeah. especially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like just having that position of power too. Like it's not okay no matter what, but him being like, yeah. you're the vice president. You're going to sniff this woman's hair you, from behind and like it's too uh, much. Joe. <laughs> um, but uh, but like just a few days ago, there's a woman from uh, the Sunshine Movement. Familiar mm-hmm. with that? Um, she's asking him about his relationship with the fossil fuel industry. Uh, you know, taking money from executives, uh, how his climate change advisor, Heather Zitchell, made like a million dollars from the fossil fuel money. Um, and uh, he kept denying that any of this is true. And he ended it with saying, uh, again, quite condescendingly, like, thank you for being admiring me so much. Uh, but during oh, that boy. conversation, as she's approaching him and talking to him, he grabs her hands. No. And like, and like puts her hands inside his hands and he does not let them go. The entire time. Sounds like someone who doesn't learn his lessons. (laughs) Doesn't learn his lesson and like has these sort of like knee jerk reactions of like, well, I'm being confronted. I need and like this is a woman. (laughs) So I'm going to grab her hands and just deny it and then be like, thanks for the advice, sweetheart, and walk away. Um, Yeah, it's like it's that sneaky kind of chauvinism that's like, uh, that's like, no, I'm a good guy. Do you guys want to talk about the Kamala Harris debate thing? Where he grabbed her arm and said, "Take it easy on me, kiddo." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I um, and yeah, it's just like a thing that he, even though he's apologizing for it, he still does it, and he still doesn't get it. Uh, there's that yeah. moment in the the yeah. debate where he and Kamala right, get right, on stage, right. and he like grabs her arm and uh, yeah. says, "Go easy on me, kid." A kid. Kid. Come on, Joe. Kiddo. Like, kiddo. B like, kiddo. like outside oh, of ugh. the. Uh. Outside of the sexism, like if it had been a man that he'd done that to, it still would have been an example of like you fundamentally misunderstand politics. Yeah, like, you don't do that like if ever. Like, like right, you don't ask an opponent to go easy on you. Never do that. You don't like, do it behind closed doors, and you don't do it on stage when you're mic'd. Yeah, you just don't Joe. do it. <laughs> like, it's yeah. It was like embarrassing in that way, and then also just like. God, why are you calling this woman kiddo and like grabbing her arm? That would have calling this black woman kiddo. Like, yeah. there's a bunch of problematic aspects. Yeah, there's so, to there's it. so like, right. There's so much surrounding most of the things. There's he does. so many layers of why that's bad. <laughs> yeah, and that seems to be uh, a theme for him too. Yes. Like, and and it's and I keep coming back to this. Um, it's he's a weird mirror of Donald Trump in the worst way possible. Yeah. Like, cause with Trump, you get a lot of this stuff too, of like, he says a thing and you're like, well, that's wrong and bad for so many reasons. And with Joe, it's so, and I'm not like, I'm not going to compare sniffing women's hair uh, from behind, which is bad to yeah. uh, the things that Donald Trump has been accused yeah. of with women, uh, which are horrendous. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, in terms of this being the worst year ever, I can't imagine something worse for the country, for women, for vulnerable communities and minorities, for everyone 
than two doddering old bags of bones who think they're the ones standing up to the bully, both often confused and having trouble using words in sentences, arguing with each other about who's more racist, who's more bad with women, and who has the hardest time using their brains. Yeah. Like, it's going to be the same guy arguing with himself. It's painful to imagine. It's so painful to imagine. I don't, I don't know what to do. Even the dog is upset about it. Yeah. Dogs all over the country are upset about it. Yeah, they're howling constantly. I mean, should we say something about Joe Biden's, the fact that he grabbed that baby dick first? Uh, oh my God, that photo picture. is so bad. <laughs> fucking, I didn't see You this. gotta look up oh, Joe Biden holding a baby. So it's, it's... He holds, a, again, <laughs> the man is a father and he holds a baby like no one holds a baby. Nobody holds baby. I I have no kids. I don't like... I would be I like I for good reason do not have kids. I know you don't hold a fucking baby that way. You don't hold a baby <laughs> like, like that. You don't hold your baby like that. You don't hold somebody else's baby like that. You don't hold somebody weird. else's baby like that when there's a camera taking a picture you of you holding that it's baby. So you don't weird. hold any living thing that way. You don't hold a dog or a cat that way. Nothing likes to be held dick first. It's <laughs> like, bizarre. We're gonna have to tweet this picture or something. <laughs> like drops. seriously, like it, Google. Joe Biden holding a baby. It's the first it picture. Is bananas. It's bananas. It autofills on Google. Oh no, Joe. Yeah. Joe Biden holding it's, baby crotch. It's so oh, weird. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. And like this is the kind of stuff that like uh, it's bad, and we all know it's bad. And then you imagine an election where he's against Donald Trump, and like that machine weaponizing this kind of stuff. It's gonna be miserable. Mm-mm. And like probably effective. Yeah. And nobody, nobody, we don't want it. We don't want nobody it. We don't want that. it. We don't want it. We don't want it. I, 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 can I tell my one Joe Biden story? Please Absolutely. Do. So back in 2016, when I was doing the convention circuit and working the election, uh, one of the journalists I worked alongside was like a longtime DC bureau reporter like 20 years or something he'd been reporting on politics in dc and so he'd like met joe biden a bunch of times been at a bunch of events where the vice president had spoken and where he'd spoken even before he was vp and he told me about one where uh joe biden went and like gave the speech and then afterwards just started like hanging out with the press corps and like drinking and to the point where like they were up until like two in the morning and uh he says like i noticed like one of his secret service agents just looking absolutely exhausted and i like looked over to him and i asked does he do this a lot? And the Secret Service agent looked back at him and said, all the time. In this voice that was just like bone weary. Uh. <laughs> like this guy doesn't know when he's going to get to sleep because Joe Biden just can't stop himself from hanging out with people. Yeah. Uh. That's fun. Is that, is that, does, mm. is that drive that need, that need to be uh, desired and liked and loved? And like, I'm the guy. Yeah. We're, all, yeah. we're going, I'm here until you all fall asleep. Yeah. Or like my yeah. eye explodes and Joe I got to take a nap. I gotta yeah. go drain it. Okay. I mean, I gotta okay, go drain I, my I do eyeball. Wanna, like, oh God! Yeah, there are some good things that I think about him that like are unique to him as a candidate, and it's not a lot to talk about. But like, I do think they're positives. Uh, he took public transit, the Amtrak, for like twenty something years, mm-hmm. um, and it's good that to have somebody in the executive branch who like understands how a huge chunk of this country gets around. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a working class like, long term experience. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, public transit. That yeah. Only, that's positive. That's the positive we have for him. <laughs> he likes trains. No, no, there's there's one I other know. that's pretty yeah. significant to me, which is that he um 
He's the only member of the executive branch we've had in recent memory who had a child fight in one of our wars. Um, and that's not insignificant to me. Uh, that's a positive as well. So, like, that's I'll fair. give him those things. Those are, those are both significant things. Um, it doesn't overwhelm all of it the doesn't, things. It's not enough for me to vote for him. But. Yeah. but it's nice. I appreciate it, that you brought yeah. these two very small uh, positives up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because we're fair and balanced. And yeah, stuff. we're fair and balanced and stuff uh, and other stuff. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, his. Considering all things. Yeah, his love, where <laughs> we are the considerers. <laughs> all things considered. Considerers of all things, all of it. Um, do you think that his love yeah. and appreciation for trains will lead him to do anything about that? No. <laughs> like, because, you know, it, uh, much more public transportation, maybe even free public transportation, would benefit so many people and improve so many people's lives. But will he do anything about that? That's a great question, and the answer is it depends on whether or not his eyeballs explode, rendering him unable to uh, uh, do his job uh, as president. So about 70-30 chance? 70-30, yeah. So it's possible. Right. Or maybe there, maybe he's on his way to sign the bill increasing public transit funding, and he seeds a baby with an ungrabbed crotch, and he's just got to get in there, um, you know? And then his eyeball pops and then out. And his eyeball pops out, his teeth fall out, and then he's, he's like, like, oh, whoops. And then his fine. Teeth Don't worry, everything's fine. He goes to pick it up, but his teeth <laughs> like, accidentally eat the eyeball. You know. Joe Biden over the last year is like a very slow motion uh, play of that scene at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> just going to slowly melt for the next 15 yeah, months. we're just watching that. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, and that would be fun, but it's not what I want from a president. Not what you want, it's not what from, I want a from a president. From a vice president, sure. Yeah, you can get away with that as VP. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't I actually care all that much. Yeah, I swear to God, a, if Joe yeah. like gets on the ticket, it's like the running mate of somebody. Uh, oh no! One, no one will do that. No one's. No, no one would do that. Do no, that. I'm. I am excited for Beto Biden. The double mm. Bs. Oh God. Oh God. Of all the people to pick Biden, it'd be Beto. Oh, no. No. No, that won't happen. Joe is... Yeah, no. Nobody likes him on that stage. No, they don't. They're no, over they him. don't. He doesn't like being on yeah. that stage. Um, thanks for doing all that research for us, Cody. That was interesting. Oh, probably. He's my favorite yeah. person. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sincere. And I completely... <laughs> I Very sincere. You. Yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I said it because I love in your heart. Yeah, you get it. That's, that's my <laughs> that's my sincerity for the day. I like them. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for uh, for listening, guys. This was really fun. You can check us out uh, on the internet at Worst Year Pod. Uh, that's on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we do not have a website just yet. Coming soon. But what we do definitely have coming soon is a T Public store with merchandise and stuff that you should buy. No. We should state right now the only shirt that we will ever sell is a high resolution picture of Joe Biden grabbing that baby's groin. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, can we I sell feel that? Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh yep. yeah, that's gonna lead us through to November. <laughs> yeah, with that uh, that Daria teacher's eye popping out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've you've you're already well acquainted with the dirt bag left via podcast like Chapo. We're the baby's crotch grabbing. Let no 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 shouldn't uh, nobody agree. <laughs> we just to need that. to workshop that. We need to workshop that and circle back around. I mean. It's too bad we're branded already, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real shame. We're all really upset <laughs> that we can't brand ourselves as the baby crotch grabbing podcast.
And what can listeners expect next week? Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to be talking about Andrew Yang. So you know you want to tune in for that, guys. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, come mm-hmm. back. Join the Yang gang. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, join our Yang gang. It's gotten, It's not going to be as interesting as the Corn Pop gang, but it'll be different kind of yeah. gang. We're no, we're no, we're no the less, Romans there, hanging out at the pool causing trouble. Th- there will be a bike chain, but that's that's all I'll spoil ahead of time. Yeah, yeah it, but it's like a bike chain that's falling off of a bike and like someone fell over and skinned their knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So different kind of violent. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah, come back for that. <laughs> but this was fun. You know what? What? Bye. Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb and it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.